This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. We are live from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College, the only place where you can hear live coverage of Steelers training camp. And, of course, we have our wall-to-wall coverage of camp here on these very airwaves uh, shows all day long but this is the only one that's live during practice right we talking about practice was that robinson that made that tackle yeah that was a really nice play yeah got to the outside there uh, with master teague Uh, they got that was the first run drill um they've got uh the looks like the third team out there on both sides of the football here Mm -hmm. Um, he can run though oh no he he moves very well yeah Yeah. when when he shoots a gap and he decides to go and he you know he hits it he gets it he hits it quick that's kind of cheating there yeah the old play action little play action yeah get get 10 yards i always think inside runs kind of cheating for the defense too well yeah they know (laughs) that's the thing you're playing run like 90% 90% of what you're doing is playing. The only guys not playing run necessarily are the corners. Mm-hmm. It's even the safeties are biting up on that stuff. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. the name of the drill is inside run. <laughs> it's team run drill. you got to get up there and <laughs> stop the run. Uh, we, I think Robinson's destined for the, the practice squad, but he's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's tools there to work with. He's just raw ability at this yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, so people have mentioned that they like him. You know, they're pretty happy with where he's at right now. Yeah, he's out there with Buddy Johnson now in this group. Buddy Johnson just attacked the line of scrimmage here. It was a nice play by 37 there, yeah. too. Buddy Johnson, I think, I think he was in on the tackle there with that. He just kind of went to the – I'm going to sift through the junk here, get right to the line of scrimmage, and go get the ball carrier. They could really use him stepping up and yeah. having a, having two big preseason games to finish things out. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a pretty nice play there Yeah, uh, by both guys. So, they got, the, they got some guys here that uh, we'll see. We yeah. We'll see. Uh, there's – Somebody at linebacker besides Miles Jack needs to really needs to step up. Needs yeah. to step up, needs and to, there's some candidates, but yeah, I like what I saw Devin Bush in the in the backs on backers there. That was that was good. That was promising. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Played with some I mean, physicality there. I'm not writing him off like he's got no chance. No, but, I, I, and a lot of people have just trade him, cut him now. Do it. Right, right, right. Come on, people. Yeah. All right, now good. the first team offensive line coming out on the field here. Yeah, here comes Watt. Here comes. Yeah, yeah. Big, I would imagine dog. this won't be nearly as physical. Probably not. <laughs> That's yeah, what that they kind of did yesterday. Right. Like the third group was out there. The young guys were out there, and they were getting physical with mm-hmm. them. That's close to 100%. Yeah. This will be much less. Yeah, he's out there with, you know, basically the starting offensive line. It looks like Anthony McFarland's to back, though. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't I think mean, they want uh, – I think they're pretty happy with him, too. I, th- I I think they should be happy with him. Right, I, I he played well. I think he's had a good camp, too. I think he's had a real good camp. That I, might I, be Jalen Warren. That's not him. That's Jalen yeah, Warren, yeah. yeah. He was carrying a football around today. Because uh, of the fumble. Because of the fumble, yeah. Had it tucked, tucked high. He was doing giving some interviews over there, but he came walking up the steps with the football tucked high, okay. and uh, kept it there throughout the uh, course of the interviews that he was doing. So that's that's a problem, you know, for young guys. It's often a nice run too. I don't know that run hard like that. Yeah. You know, they don't understand that at the NFL level, guys will hold you up while somebody else comes in and tries to strip the ball out. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you got to know when to fold them, too. Yeah. You know, you got to right. do something. You know, you want to try to fight for that extra yard. It might it might cost you a fumble here and mm-hmm. there. I found it interesting that when they asked Tomlin after the game, you know, what he told you guys was basically, well, he fumbled. He you know, fumbled. Was not yeah. okay. Not, not, That's not okay. Boy, we're really yeah. happy with him. Like, don't get ahead of yourself, <laughs> yeah. youngster. You know, like, yeah. don't go giving him any pats on the back quite yet. But he's intriguing. Oh, he's going to be part of the mix. Yeah. 
There's Najee. They're not going to tackle Najee. Mm -mm. Just kind of picking his spots and yeah. dancing through the uh, yeah. up the middle, picking up a few. Is he wearing a neck uh, the neck pads at the back? Does he got something on the back of his yeah, he might be back right of his that. pads or something there. Either that or it's because that's the way that uh, helmet thing is fastened on or whatever. Yeah. But it makes it look like it's he's got he's wearing one of the old old style neck pads. Yeah, the neck Natro holes, means. Right, right, right. <laughs> he's as big as Natro means. I don't think he has a neck pad. I think that's just the way the, I guess, the yeah. beanie thing's gone yeah. on his head right now. I think he could be really really have a big year this year if this offensive line continues to bl run block the way they did. Yeah, the other day. And I think scheme helps some, him and create right, some yeah. seams for him. He's going to hit those when he gets into the into the second level. I'd love to see him, you know. Get to the second and third level a little more and see what kind of punishment he can inflict on defensive backs yeah. and you know what kind of burst he can he can show because wasn't a lot of those opportunities in his rookie year. As our uh, as our colleague uh, Bob Labriola always used to say about Jerome Bettis, in the fourth quarter nobody wants to tackle the fat kid anymore. <laughs> no, right. It's pretty tiresome, right? I gotta tackle this guy again. <laughs> right. That's why Bill Cowher was so good, you know, in closing those games out like that because. You had a guy like Jerome Bettis who just hurt people in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean the the team, coach, running back all meshed extremely well, yeah. and I think this team wants to take a similar approach. You know, the, I think that they're pretty confident the defense is going to be good, the O line's going to be a work in progress, quarterback. Many days won't be better than the opponent's quarterback, or, yeah. you know, or at least will be a work in progress. So you're going to have to punish teams and you know win in the fourth quarter and wear teams down, and I think they're equipped to do so. I have some questions about the line overall, but I do think scheme and the players around the line should help their situation quite a bit. And a yeah, mobile, mobile scheme is a, and, scheme you know. is such a big part of it. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you scheme things up? And that's what one of the biggest problems was last year. They couldn't do any of that scheme stuff because everybody knew it was coming. Yeah, they knew the style player didn't have. There's a nice hole there by, for McFarland. Yeah, O-line did, did his job I, I, there. I'll tell you what, he's looked good in this camp and just hitting yes. the hole quicker. Seeing Way things better. Decisive. Yeah, not, he plays like an NFL running back now. Yeah, before I, I used to liken him to looking like the Tasmanian Devil as he get the ball, <laughs> yeah. arms and legs flying everywhere, but he wasn't going but anywhere. Nothing happened. Just right. spinning just in spinning a circle, and spinning yeah. and right, and making a lot of noise, and then getting you know, <laughs> one yard gain. Yeah, exactly, one yard gain. You know, now he's he's a different style. Um, if you looked at him versus a year or two ago, and he had a different number on, you would well, see. This is where he can really like on a pitch like that. That yeah. Um, you know, they defense ran, played that well. Yeah, they did a nice job with that one. Strung it out and really took away the cutbacks. But when you can get him out on the edge or get him in space, yeah, I mean he he does have special speed. He does, and it shows as a receiver as well. I mean, yeah. there's they, they've targeted him. I guess I haven't brought this up in a while. Yeah, he but gets was, matched up on a linebacker. It's over. It's over. There's not a linebacker in the league who can run with him. No, and they target him deep now. You yeah. know, they're not little flare passes. He's they're not it. dump offs. He's running routes that are longer developing down the field, 20 yards down the field, and he adjusts the football well. You know, so um, no, I think McFarland has a role, and he's going to be a spark plug. Yeah, he's he's not. You know, again, people they see a smaller guy and they automatically think of some. You know, Dree Archer or something like that. No, Anthony no, right, McFarland right. is about a 195 pound running back. Yeah, Dree yeah. Archer was 170 pounds. I mean, you know, 180 soaking wet. Like I don't know, McFarland ever would be the every down back if no. Harris wasn't there. Right. I mean, he would be a part time player, and he his you know his lower body and waist aren't. Super thick or bulky, but I mean he's he's not a little guy. No, right? Know? Yeah, he's just just a, a little guy in this game. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, compared to Najee, right? You know, yeah, and some of, of the other guys, 
Um, and Durant's a lot thicker, and you know, yeah. or, or not Durant. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is this Benny Snell in the backfield now? Snell looks like right. Snell back there now, working Let's with the two. So. Okay, not nice. a bad run. Yeah, nice decisive run. One yeah, cut yeah, yeah. and go. Yeah. Read it well. Stuck his foot in the ground. Got got north and south there without getting touched. So they were moving some bodies a little yeah. bit. People want him out of town too. Like they decide they don't like somebody. Well, you just got to cut him. Get just rid cut of him. him. Yeah. This this other guy who's never played in a football game before. He's got to be better than that guy. Rudolph Bush. Yeah. Uh, Snell. They got to go. Yeah. Um. I, I think. If I was Snell, I'd be a little more nervous about my job than I was a couple of weeks ago. Though absolutely, the yeah. other guys have played. So now you, you know, I think you know that's why we may see him back out here today. You know, right? Would he be back out here this quick normally? I don't know. I don't no, know that for certain. Was it a coincidence that Claypool comes back after Pickens lights him up? You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. He said today he's he's had two separate shoulder in injuries. Really? Yeah. So it's not been just one thing that's been nagging him. It's been that Snell you're talking about. No, that was oh, uh, Claypool. Claypool. Yeah. Okay. So uh, now we get no, a special I mean, teams period. By no means was I saying you know he's just taking he's being soft or anything. No, but it it often isn't a coincidence that the guy you're directly fighting with has a really good day that the dudes that were out <laughs> show back up. You know? Yeah, that's uh, kind of how it goes. Right. Uh, get a little punt return here, and uh, Gunnar Olszewski, the only guy back there. They're going to actually punt the football here. It looks like it. I think they are. Looks like we're going to try to punt it and down it inside the uh, inside the twenty here. And they're having two gunners find yeah. it. But yep. the gunners aren't releasing from the line of scrimmage. They're releasing 12 yards past the line of scrimmage. Right. And they're telling them when to go. Uh, the coach yelled at them, go. So I'm not sure why they're not starting at the line of scrimmage, but maybe just to conserve Well, there's nobody. Energy. Yeah, there's nobody there on the defensive side of things. Too. Yeah. Because a lot of the same guys are, would be doing the, you know, so you don't want these guys running 50 yards and mm -hmm. then come back and then you have to play defense. And I think the key here yards. is that they want the gunners to find the football. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks to me. Well, now we're not. That drill ended pretty quickly here, but it now looked like gonna, they wanted one yeah. gunner to be behind the ball and one in front of. You know, it looked yeah. like the left guy there broke down. Well, again, yeah, you're kicking it inside the, in, trying to get down it inside the uh, the mm -hmm. twenty there. So right. you want to make sure that if the if the return man lets it go, there's somebody there. There's to somebody behind it, it yeah. out of the end zone, and then the other guy was staying in front of the returner. Now they're setting up the kick out of the end zone. Okay, yeah, I mean all these different this, situations. This is one important. of the most important plays in football. Oh, this could go seven the other way. In, yeah, in no time. I mean, we've seen this happen before uh, in Costa Steelers a Super Bowl. We've had a lot trip. of special teams talk over the last few days and. You know, th those guys are such creatures of habit and expect things to always be the same. But when you don't have quite as much room as a punter, that's very different. And even a long snapper. Like, you can't snap it exactly and the you, same. You, you can't take your three. You know, yeah, it's you just got to get it's it out. It's a one step Boy, and get it out. That he out. killed, yeah. That, oh, man. Wow. And he took, he took a great bounce. That ball is going to roll. Into the end zone. From the other he, end Yeah, zone. he just kicked the ball 100 yards. <laughs> it landed on the 25. I mean, it was 75 in the air, and he got a favorable bounce. That was a one-step kick, too. And that it was ended not up your, about yeah. halfway in the other end zone from the other back of the goal line. So yeah. it was over 100 yards. That's, that a, big, that's a big win for the uh, – you get that one coming That was 85 yards, yeah. actually, foot to land, plus another roll. That's, wow. That's a that heck was of a kick. boom. Yeah, he kicked the, the snot out of that one. I mean, even the returner was like, We're going to do this again here. Not as that good. was not I mean, quite as far, kick, but that's but still a pretty good kick. Yeah, it's it's caught at the, at the uh, 44 on the other side. So, yeah, I mean, pretty it's a solid 55 yard punt. Yeah, you'll take that. 65 air yards. You can't from. have the, the 30 yard punt in those situations. That's, and all too often, that's right. what you see. I mean, you're because they're the trying points. to get it out quick. Right, right, right. You know, you shank it a little easier. You know, but I mean that that gives the other team points. Yeah, I mean it, it, that's so a, now they're coming out a little further. 
Still going to be within uh, Danny, the inside Danny wants the to see this uh, inside the 20 here. Let's see what the... Uh, Situational punting, it looks like. Yeah. He just wants to see the release there. Okay. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure what he was after there. Yeah. They'll do that drill every once in a while, too. Have everybody turn their back and then run to the ball. Find, mm -hmm. Go find the find football. Find the football. Find the football. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's kind of just like a cluster. Yeah. And then where's the ball carry? Where's the ball? Okay. Break down. Find it. Break down. The guy's out there. We get 31 out there. 13 is out there. So you lane out there. Uh, Boykin mm -hmm. out there. So Boykin is back today. Uh, looks like Warren. Spillane is out there. Yeah, Warren is out there. Hayward. As you always say, Norwood's out there. Buddy Johnson. You always say that the, the guys who are on the punt coverage team. The number the punt, one punt coverage number team one is punt coverage team. a big-time indicator. Yeah. And so you're atop the special team's depth chart, yeah. basically. So the guys that are out there right now, uh, Snell is out there as well. So these are guys that are probably, they're looking at is probably going to make the team. I would think. White is out there. I don't know. that I think he's a long shot, but he is a good special teamer. Yeah. And well, right mean, now, too, Marcus Allen is usually one of the personal protectors in that situation. Yeah. So that's a, he that's is a still loss. out. As is Killebrew. Looks like he's he, – Killebrew's in uniform today, but he still doesn't – I still don't know if he's practicing. So, mm -hmm. But they, li they like White. They do like White. Yeah. I, I think he's a coach's favorite. I just think he's kind of limited and in, in played in the wrong position right now, too. Yeah, it's a tough spot. They must really like Hayward. I mean, he just he's always on this field. Another, another good punt. Boy, Angled it to the sideline. Right. That ended up about on the 25. Yeah. Presley Harvin's another one that, that fans, you know, just wanted to see gone this year. Like, they may really change their tone after they watch him punt a little bit more. Yeah, he kicks the ball. It's It's got a different sound to it. Yeah. I mean, that one, they kicked these high spirals that just keep climbing and climbing and climbing, <laughs> cutting the like wind. It's like a know? rocket ship. Yeah. It's another one. Oh, another big one. hang wow. time in that one is, my God. Wow. <laughs> Fielded at the 15, and the ball was at the. He kicked 20. it from about the about the 10. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, he's had several just monster rockets. shots. Just yeah. rockets today. You're right. It does make a different noise coming off his foot. Yeah. yeah. He's, but he's got to do it in the game. I understand. No you doubt. Know, you know. But boy, he's powerful. Yeah. I mean, the, the leg the leg strength is not a question. You know, <laughs> the consistency is the question. Yeah. I'm not sure there's many punters in the league that can come close to his leg strength. Here comes another one. He lets it go from the 15 again. No, that was from the 10. I'm sorry. Oh, my God, the hang time That's on that. really far one. I don't know where Angled it went. Angled it out of bounds. bounds. It'd probably right. be about the 30, 35, somewhere in there. But It's a pretty ball, though. It no just return. It just keeps climbing yeah. and spiraling. And, right. I mean, obviously, right. he was trying to pin him in. It's like there's helium in the ball. <laughs> it just keeps going up and up and up. Right. Especially when he really hits that spiral, right? Yeah. It just cuts the wind and just keeps climbing. Yeah. It's, it's You can just tell how the returners react, too. He's just like, oh, it's like an outfielder with the ball gets hit. They're now the head, setting you know? up. 50 yards downfield from where he's wow. at. <laughs> They're not messing around anymore. He's not not going to kick it over their heads anymore, presumably. Yeah. You're we'll right. See. Yeah, he can. There's another one. Another one. Just yeah, I mean, this really thing's going up, up above our tent, we, so we can't see it. Of course, we fair catch. That ball was that ball was that's not from, easy to catch. That ball either. was from the kick from the tent. It came down at the 15. I, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what the hang time on that one was too. That was high. <laughs> Wow. That is tremendous a stuff. Nice period by number six here. Yeah, he's having, the ball. having himself a day here. And they've all been – I mean, he hasn't hit a bad one. No. Like, I wonder where that one before this one that went out of bounds would have been marked. I'm sure he didn't want it to go yeah. that far out but of bounds. But it's still 40-plus yards with no return. Well downfield, yeah. right. And he was clearly doing that on purpose. Yeah. Um, so, he's a big part of this as well. If he can win the field position battle – 
oh, get yeah. the hidden yardage out of that. Um, that, that makes a big difference. If you can as make well. the opponent have to get one more first down against yeah. his defense because the punt's better than it was. I mean, it's just that's, these it's a big are deal. these are coming out of your own end. You're flipping the field there too. Right, right. You know, I mean, you're not you're not hitting just a 40 yarder with no return. You're hitting he's hitting 50, 55, 60 yarders with no return. I mean, hypothetically, you get the ball to 20. Three and out, things didn't go well. Maybe holding the other team or was expected to get the ball thirty-five ish, yeah, right. forty somewhere in there, and then they get it at their twenty-five. Yeah, that's well, a okay. that's a huge flip. We didn't get the advantage we thought there was a big defensive one. stop. Now that one's not as that good. That one's a little uglier. Yeah, still got that not came down bad, at the thirty-five. Yeah. Right, I was saying it was still pretty good distance. <laughs> yeah, looked a little different than the other ones. Though. Yeah, he didn't hit that one quite as well as he had the other mm-hmm. ones. We're going to take another break. Yeah, he is good. Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to our live coverage here from Steelers Training Camp at St. Vincent College. Um, we are here until 5 o'clock today. Steelers practicing till about 4.15, 4.10. One more before we go. Okay, I think let's, this is going to be a boomer. One. You think this is going to be Okay. Well. And Pretty you are correct. Good, yeah. <laughs> you are correct. Wow. Angled that one, too. That came down at about the 17. Right at the numbers, yeah. yeah. So another really nice punt there by Presley. Push him into the corner. Yeah. Well done. Having himself a day. Yeah, hang time. Yeah. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. We'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. We are live from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College. The team uh, going a little 11 on 11 here in front of us here with some uh, passing stuff. Again, uh, Trubisky. Pickett looks sharp. Yeah, Trubisky taking the first team snaps. Pickett taking second today. And uh, Rudolph taking third. I think that was the plan all along here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Miles, I wonder if that's going to become the norm. Miles Boykin now back this week. Uh, or today, he was out yesterday. Benny Snell back out there again as well. Yeah, good for Snell. He needs to get out he there. He needed to be out there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Pickett takes the snap, go. has a good pocket, gets the ball gets out there. Gets it out quick, yeah. Yeah. Good job of Tyler Sneed with that catch. Decisive. No, that's, I'm sorry, that's uh, Gunnar Olszewski. That was Gunnar, yeah. Yeah. Got open quick, nice catch, turns up field. It's hard to believe he's he a no nonsense guy, man. It's hard to believe he couldn't fit in somewhere in that New England passing game. They didn't have any wide receivers. <laughs> right. Everybody yeah, caught. Like ten balls. He had or nine balls in his nine catches in his first three seasons. Like on no. a team that was really receiver challenged. Very receiver challenged, and they always have a place for that type of receiver as yeah. well. It's not like every offense you know, stresses it like they do. Who's to say? I, I don't know. I mean, I understand I mean, he was a defensive back in college, so I'm sure there was an adjustment here. So the Steelers are getting a much more actually the polished more you say guy. that right. I mean. One one of the New England, on a tangent here, one of the big problems with New England, and they've kind of been talking about this a lot lately, is Brady, okay, here's my playbook, and then they just add to it every year. Yeah. You know, just And before you know it, it looks like New York's phone book or whatever. You know? <laughs> and he is again. Yeah, that's a nice work by Gunner. Just gets open. So historically and over and over in New England, a lot of receivers, especially young ones, have failed there because it's Actually, that almost that was Tyler Steen. That was a Steen. That was a, uh, uh, a that was a uh, Rudolph passer. So nice job getting that one out. But part of the problem isn't drafting the wrong receivers; it's asking them to do too much right, in New yeah. England. And I don't know if he was a defensive back and you know hasn't had a lot of experience with receiver and adjusting routes on the fly and things like that. Maybe they just didn't trust him. Yeah, that, that could be. Could be. I mean, it's yeah. a, one of their faults, and they've been talking about trying to simplify things there too, and even bringing more Shanahan principles and things like that. But Rudolph uh, in the shotgun, getting ready to take the snapper. Motions, uh, t- motions, 
Tyler Vaughn's in closer to the line. Ooh, good Ooh. rush there. Yeah, wow. say, who was that blitzer? I don't know, but he, he got there. I couldn't tell. 40 got ran over, but I couldn't tell who, who brought 40 the 40 is not a blocker. No, he really isn't. Struggles, he's, yeah. He's thin, man. Yeah. If you he's look a at thin him, man. He's <laughs> a thin man. I mean, you look at him, when he turns sideways, his body just doesn't have any depth to it. I yeah. mean, he's a real thin guy. You know, and he lifts about 195 like, pounds. He's probably closer to 190. Look yeah, it doesn't. I mean, look he's good. a he's a four three guy, you know, the sub four three four mm -hmm. you know guy. But man, if he's he kind of built like a receiver. Yeah, if you can't block in this league, you're in trouble. I mean, people are going to bull rush him every time. Yeah, I mean, or at least try. I mean, he's got to prove that he is can. Is that stop Buddy that. Johnson that got him on that one? It must have been. Yeah, I, think I wasn't it was. certain, but I thought that's who. I mean, it you want to see too. Buddy Johnson run? Yeah, they're both inside backers. Nice, nice. job. Well done. Yeah, get it out quick. White's a tough one, man. Cody White just makes – all he does is make plays. I know. I wish he was 5% more talented. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just steady Eddie. makes it hard to cut. He does everything <laughs> at – you know, he's a good special teamer, unbelievable work ethic. I mean, I, I would love to stash him on the on the practice squad, and if two guys get hurt, you can use him on game day. But yeah. That's kind I mean, of the ceiling with him, though. Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to – even if you release him and try to get him, get him onto your practice squad – Nobody's going to pick him up. Probably not. Probably I mean, there'll not. be some some tape on him, but he's not special enough to go out of your way and grab him. I mean, the people are going to like him best are the ones that are work with him yeah. all the time. Not you know? to mention his dad works in the scouting department now, so that's he probably a, wants to stay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I bet that's a, a nice conversation oh, on cut nice down job, day. Oh. Nice job by 93 there blowing up that screen. Really nice play. Yeah. Screen took a little while to develop. It did, and they, he did. You know, they did suck in the entire defensive line. They did, but ninety three was 93 not just ready. any of it. Yeah, right. good job by him. That was well done. McFarland had no shot, but not his fault. Now they're going to do it at the other end. Yeah, coming back towards around. us here. Change of field position. Don't do as much wear and tear on the field itself. But the uh, hasn't been a bad practice. No. Yesterday I thought was an exceptional practice. Yeah, but this has not been a bad one. Um, I meant to say this earlier. It dawned on me at the. Uh, at the break last time, back to Harvin. What he just did there was pretty amazing. I mean, he was just killing the football. The fans here actually clapped when that, he got that's done. What I was, that's where I'm going with this. It's funny because we both they mentioned that. He, after a punter got done punting. Yeah. And we're not in Europe. Right, right, right. <laughs> I've seen that before in Europe. I remember when the Steelers went to uh, Barcelona in 93 to practice against the 49ers. The soccer folks appreciate it, huh? So on that field, you had Rod Woodson, you got Jerry Rice, you got Steve Young. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just right, Hall of right, Famers right, right. all over the place. Dermonte Dawson is there. Yeah. And the fans there were watching the kickers kick and cheering every time. <laughs> wow, look how cool that is. Right. <laughs> look at how far he kicked that ball. I'm sure they've never seen such a thing, you know. They don't realize what Jerry Rice was doing was probably more impressive, but hey, you know. <laughs> a little rarer. But anyway, back to Harvin. You kind of st stole the words out of my mouth. Was we, One of us said, you know, he's in the doghouse. Steeler Nation's down on him, yada, yada. Well, I can tell you a couple thousand new fans he has that are running around Holy here right now. Right, yeah. They aren't going to be down Did on you see him. him kick that ball? Yeah. Man. Just tremendous. I mean, he, that one ball, again, it, it went. It, the ball traveled a, well 80, over 80 yards in the air. 80 yards in the air <laughs> and rolled into the other end zone from the back end zone line that he kicked it from. I mean, on one step. And one step, boom, gone, you know. <laughs> it's amazing. Unreal. Yeah, I mean, that was that's might be the most impressive punting display I think I've ever seen. Because it was one after another, too. Yeah. Like, that's the highlight, and that's a rare, that's a Randall Cunningham 90-yarder with a roll-type deal. But, you know, for him to do over and over, and I wonder if you ask Danny or, you know, some of the special teams gurus, they might have been like, yeah, but you didn't, you didn't realize how impressive the – five-second hang time was on the Oh, line. yeah. We Some of those hang times we were weren't, unreal. We weren't clocking. Oh, nice job That's on nice. covering there by Friermuth. Yeah, really nice. Yeah. 
I keep harping on this when I see those patterns. I mean, that's a tight end right between the numbers and the hash. 20 yards on field, 15 yards on 20 field. 20 yards, yeah. I mean, that's what tight ends do. We didn't see that didn't last year. didn't happen last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, that's right. why he averaged eight and a half yards a catch last year. Yeah. He, he sprinkles a few of those in this year. That exactly. Average, you know, I, th- I just think everything's going to be deeper this year. I did, exactly. The depth, of the, the depth of the catches is going to be deeper. That's why when I say – And Deont- over the middle. Yeah, Deontay Johnson might not catch, you know, 107 passes this year, mm-hmm. but he still might have 1,100 receiving yards. Right, right, right. You know, it might be 85 catches, but he's, you know, 1,100 yards. Deeper patterns and you know, more over the middle of the field. I mean, a guy like Fryermuth can make a living there. Yeah. We haven't seen Deontay – be real active here. I mean, he's he's active he today. Hasn't stood out today. Yeah, he yeah. hasn't stood out yet today. Maybe this will be the play. He's down here on the outside with Claypool to the inside in the slot. Uh, Trubisky in the shotgun here. Looking that way. There it is. There it Called it. <laughs> and just a simple slant. Yeah, you know? Claypool you know, takes him deep, clears it out a little bit. He goes right behind him, right off his hip there on that slant. And Trubisky puts him on immediately. There's some run after the catch possibilities. You know, well-designed, well-repped play. I'm Again, sure about, about a 10-yard completion over the middle. Over the middle. Over right, the right, middle. Right. And I, I just don't think that the Steelers attacked that that part of the field nearly enough the last no. couple of years. I mean, like, he probably would have ran a similar route a year ago, but two steps shallower. You yeah. Know what I mean? Or the ball wouldn't have been thrown. That's the thing. You yeah, can, yeah. You know, people, you know, I got asked that. Well, why, why didn't the Steelers do that more last year? Well, they ran, they had get guys running patterns in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. The quarterback's got to throw it. The quarterback's got to throw it. And, I, you know, I think sometimes, um, you know, Roethlisberger was very wanted good. to get it out. That's where the traffic's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and when you're playing against Ben Roethlisberger in those situations, you know, said it a thousand times, like, the opponents knew the ball was coming out quick, so at the snap of the football, you had ten guys within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Right. Yeah, we had a really good conversation, I guess, last week or the week before about some of these advanced analytics sites, which I really respect, didn't have the Steelers as super loaded boxes, and that just doesn't ridiculous pass Ridiculous to me. No, it didn't pass the eye test. Yeah, it didn't pass it at all, and maybe they – I'm, they don't have anything against Steelers. I mean, I'm sure that the, the, their methods say that. But, again, like you said, when the ball was snapped, everyone's going to the same area, which yeah. was in the box. They may have right. started eight yards back, but when the ball Possibly, snapped, they're coming right. for, everybody's coming forward. Everyone's coming forward and playing <laughs> them much differently, you know. Trust me, they weren't playing the Chiefs the same way yeah. if, if they had the same amount of loaded boxes. That was a nice know? job by Devin Bush on that one. That was. It covered yeah. some ground. Covered some ground, and they get through the ball uh, out to the flat, and he he would have had a tackle for a loss there. I think so, yeah. yeah. So He hasn't I, – I know he's in the doghouse, and, and frankly, he has me worried. I mean, there's no, there's no question about that. But I wouldn't say this camp has been a, a negative for him. I just no. think it's been no, kind of mediocre. Yeah. It just hasn't shown up huge. We haven't seen the splash. Yeah. And, you know, we saw a splash from him his rookie year. Yeah. Spillane, to me, has shown up negatively. Yes. The other linebackers haven't made as much splash, good or bad, as I would have liked. Namely, Buddy Johnson. He's kind of a, a ghost, but not necessarily like he's getting exposed. Spillane's getting exposed. Jack's been really good. That's probably a sack, of course, but yeah. you know, good, still good pocket movement by Pickett. Yeah, even on that play, I just, I just focused on Bush, and it looked to me like he was, he was blitzing, but he kind of was had also had his eyes on the quarterback, so maybe he was spying a little bit in that situation. Mm, maybe, um, and that's something that teams might have to do against the Steelers a little bit this year. That's probably true. And I was thinking from the other perspective is if you're going to play Deshaun Watson, especially Lamar Jackson, you better be ready to spy. You better be ready to spy. I mean, and Bush would be a logical candidate for that. That's a 
it's not a difficult assignment. He yeah. can run with anybody, you know. It's not a flashy assignment, though. Either. No, it's not. Yeah, you, you can't get, you can't take the cheese. You got to be yeah. patient, and you know. But there again, Robert Spillane's not. You're not spying Lamar Jackson with no <laughs> Robert Spillane. I mean, not, he can get him happen. on the ground, but yeah. if it turns into a foot race, he's going to lose. He's going to lose in a bad way. In a bad way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I I'm not ready to to throw the baby out with the bathwater with Devin Bush. No, I kind of am with Spillane though. Yeah, I mean, unless I he's an elite special teamer, which I just think there's a lot of special team options here. I'd rather roll the dice with Buddy or Robinson or somebody yeah, that's one on of the, the young team guys right now, you know. But I as uh, Robinson told me the other day when he was asked about that after the game, you know, he said Danny Smith's tough to please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet he is. Yeah, he's been doing this a long time. You don't he knows get, what it if takes. If you're right? making mistakes out there on special teams, you're not going to be out there on special teams. Right, and you got to think. I mean, he's a running back turned linebacker. You know, like I don't know how much experience he has in that phase. Yeah, he's out there now with Buddy Johnson. Let's see what this looks like. Okay. Yeah, need these two to step up. I'm kind of bummed about Ulysses Gilbert. I thought he had a chance to really be an impact guy this year. I wonder if Spillane got hurt today. We haven't seen a lot of him out there. Not much team stuff. Maybe he got hurt on the pass rush stuff. I don't see him on the other side. I'm looking for him on the sidelines. He's not jumping out at Because I haven't seen him out there in the defense at all. No. And usually we've seen him demoted or, or is he injured? That could be the case. I don't see him over there with, no. the, with the defensive guys. It doesn't mean he isn't. I just right. Don't see yeah, we him. just don't see I mean, him. It's kind of a interesting. That's something to examine there. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's see what Kenny does here. Yeah, Pickett in the shotgun. Got Benny Snell to his right uh, down here in the bottom. You got Cody White, I believe, down in the bottom up in the Pickett's top. Making some strides. Yeah. Gunnar Olszewski in the slot. Looks like Tyler Vaughn on the ups upside out there on the outside. Eh, not a great passer. No. Kind of a crowded neighborhood. Too. Yeah, you don't want to throw into that neighborhood necessarily. No. We're going to take another break, Matt. He Hope is Matt do. Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. Our live ongoing coverage from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College. We will be back with more right after this. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. We are live from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College, bringing you all the uh, action as it happens here. And uh, Matt, uh, just a little bit ago, Master Teague carted off mm. uh, and, and during that team uh, drill session there. Uh, looked like he took a hit. And uh, I remember the day they return. signed him, I kind of thought, eh, you know, he's, he's been he bounced around a little bit, kind of a monotone athlete. He's a banger, but nothing great. He was a lot better than that when he was here. I mean, I, I thought he played pretty well in a Steeler uniform. Um, who knows? Hopefully it's not too severe, but I wanted to give him a little credit for what he's done since he's been here. Yeah, yeah, he's been uh, he's been pretty good. Yeah. And uh, that's a shame. You know, it's, again, I, I so often is the case in this game. Um, getting through a training camp healthy. No, oh, man. Says, you know, is just as important, uh, especially if you're a guy trying to establish yourself. You may have all the talent in the world, and then you get hurt. Yeah, I mean, it's And everybody forgets brutal, about you. And then, boom, you're gone. Especially yeah. at that position, there's always right. going to be running backs coming in the league that are cheap and young and fresh legs. And, you know, you can get forgotten pretty quick. Um, they were just doing a drill 
just want to kind of you know spell it out for people. They they were working on punt block and they were doing singular, but it wasn't. What 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 Danny's trying to teach them is get they hit the ball as it's coming off the foot. You right. Know, you're not diving. You're not in the air. They want you to take the football right off, off his foot. foot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because what, what happens is if you leave your feet on that play, which you see a lot of guys do, if you sure. miss the football, it's probably a flag. It's going to be a flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have no real control. If you are able to take it right off his foot, there's a real good chance you're going to take it to the other house too, yeah. and, and the ball's going the right you know, the direction towards your goal line. And it's one, no accident the Steelers are pretty good at that. Yeah, right, 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 right. And. It's not as easy as it looks because it's hard to get your body moving full speed with two hands about two feet off the ground together. You know, like yeah. that that's an awkward position. And I guess to no shock, but the guy that looked the best doing it was Killebrew. I mean, he has yeah. the most experience, but I don't think of him as a natural bender, get low, being able to accelerate. But he looked really smooth doing it, and yeah, he's blocked a punt or two in his career, I have a feeling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm, I've been looking everywhere for Robert Splane. I just don't, I don't see him He would out be there. out there for this stuff. And, yeah, he would certainly be on the field for special team stuff here. Haven't seen him since back on, backs on backers. And was that the last time? Yeah, I, I, know, I know he had a couple then, right. of reps there against Najee Harris and backs on backers and, and don't recall seeing him since. No. So another one to keep an eye on. But getting, getting kind of thin at inside linebacker. I've right, said a yeah. lot of great things about Spillane lately, but, I mean, still, he's a guy that's played a lot of snaps here. Yeah, so uh, we'll have to find out about that as well. Um, what's going on in that si- with that situation? But th- that's the way it goes here. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a battle of attrition here at training camp. And it's good to keep your eyes out for these things. You know, I'm sure we'll hear about it down the road, or you know, press conference tonight, or whatever, or some kind of statement. But see how Teague and Spillane are. Uh, did get a lot of guys back lately. You know, some of the star guys are out there. It's nice to see. We went a lot of camp without Deontay, Claypool, Fryermuth, Najee, those yeah, type of guys. the guys that you expect to be the core of the offense. Yeah, but they're starting to get more and more revved up, and I think Fryermuth's had a good practice. Um, Najee looked good in, in the uh, backs-on-backer drills, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good group of skilled guys they have. It really is. And, you and know, young. I don't know that it's certainly – I don't think it's number one in the league – no, um, in terms of the, the, that grouping, I also don't see a weakness. I mean, of your but five, I, I, don't, it's, I don't know it's who your bad guy is. Yeah, it's it's in the top ten ish, right? Like sure. I think a lot of people look at the Bengals as number one, which I mean, I probably wouldn't fight you on. Yeah, but their tight end wouldn't play here, right? You know, he wouldn't yeah. be in the top five. No. You know, I mean, Boyd's just a, a, a good player. He's not great. Um, you know, they have a special combination of receivers, but. It's and not Mixon's, like, you know, Mixon's a top. Yeah, he's a know, really good player. Six right. or seven back in the league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but their five isn't star to star. You know, I mean, there, right. there's some weaknesses there. Yeah, this this, this group, when you look at it, um, especially if Claypool is what he's capable of. Yeah, I don't know. He's I don't, the one I have the most questions about of those five. Like, you know, if teams treat Deontay Johnson as the number one receiver this year, which they did last year. Right. I mean, History will show that that's how everyone treats him. I mean, you watch any game film last year; everyone treats him as the number one. At some point, you would one. you would think that that's going to shift. Um, I just to, like picking George Pickens. Sh- Pickens' chances yeah. if he gets a lot of one on ones. And then if, if if Deontay Johnson starts getting one on ones, mm-hmm. you know that that's going to change things dramatically as well. And and, and know, they're different style receivers. And Claypool gives you some matchup issues, and Fryermuth yeah. gives you matchup issues. And absolutely, it's a it's a it's an interesting grouping. Najee's no slouch in the passing game either. No, absolutely. So uh, it, it, they're going to be a difficult team to defend. And then you know even if you take 
let's say you take Najee Harris off the field and you bring Anthony McFarland in mm-hmm. as a receiver, and again now you've created more matchup Speed issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can go empty, and you know, right? You can go empty with Najee too, of course. But um, no, I, I like their options, and you know, if Fryermuth develops a little more as a blocker. Um, if Claypool becomes a more willing blocker out of the slot, I, I think you'll get better peripheral skill position blocking than they got last yeah. year. You almost you know Pickens go, is going to block. You know Pickens is going to block. Yeah. That's what I was going with that. You know, was, you kind of knew Ray Ray wasn't. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, they kind of know where to go, but up. He tried, of, but yeah, yeah. It's just I mean, he's little and yeah, he wasn't really going to block bad. anybody. Right, right. 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 And Juju was good at it, but he was on the field a ton. You know. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting group this year, and and uh, I, I'm intrigued. By what Connor Hayward's going to be at the field too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> not sure exactly by, how, but he's going to be out I'm there. I'm intrigued by what this the possibilities with this offense. I, I don't again. I don't know that you need elite, high level quarterback play with that grouping. I'm not that worried about the quarterback play. I, to be, to be very honest no. with you, I mean I have high hopes for Pickett. Big picture, distribute I think the football. Trubisky's a, a good enough player. With it's only getting better. What could derail it to me though is the O line. Yeah, I mean, if if we're sitting here, you know, after the season, going, man, this was a bottom six or seven offense, I think we're going to say, well, they wanted to have longer developing routes but couldn't protect, or you know, like. But again, I, I think so much of that because of the quarterback mobility that they have. Oh, they have ways of making their life easier. Yeah, the, right. the way, you know, the ability to roll things out and, and it flood a zone, you know, to the right or the left with with mm-hmm. different at, at all three levels with. You know, receivers who are, who are going to be a matchup problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, somebody's if, going to have a much smaller man against him on him. Oh yeah, a, a much slower guy. One of the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just think that if the the O line can't be adequate, all that's for nothing. You know, yeah. and there's a lot of ways around it, and they've done great things to make that life easier, including an athletic quarterback scheme. You know, making it more difficult to cover their five dudes. But if I mean, I'm thinking worst case scenario. If James Daniels is a bust. Which I mean, is, I'm, I'm not predicting that he just hasn't been good yet. Mason Cole's just a guy in the middle. Kendrick Green can't handle power, and the tackles are just okay. You know, we're gonna look at this thing and be like, man. But what if they add two more starters on the O line in the off season? You know, like even if the thing that I just laid out is true and it's a a bad group, it might not. I mean, a year from now it might be totally different they have so many resources you get you have a first round pick a third round pick and two free agents if you had to and they could easily swing that you know so i mean we're not talking about 2023 that's not what i'm here to do but the o-line if it's a problem you could easily plug in one guy two guy if you had to next year but we'll see where it goes this year to to me you know what you just laid out i think is one of the reasons why you signed deontay johnson to the yeah, right, right, right. You're just killing needs. You, yeah, you don't. You now don't have an, an absolute need at wide receiver going into next season. No, absolutely not. Especially if Austin plays pretty well. Yeah, or, you know, and even the Miller could be coming back. You know, guys like that that you don't get anything from this year. Yeah, so you don't have to spend a second or third round pick next year on a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody says, well, you just use a second round pick every year on a wide receiver. Sounds great in theory. But that means you're not. That means you're not else, getting right? something else in a pre in a premium draft spot. I mean, this is probably a way too optimistical way of looking at it. But I mean, they're not. They don't have a ton of free agents after the year. I don't see a ton of massive team needs. I mean, like I can live with these corners. I mean, I, you could bring Ogan Joby back. I think Loudermilk's going to develop. That I think they're in a really good, you know, situation to whatever their needs are. I'm guessing they won't be a lot of them. They'll maybe be two big ones. Yeah. That, that they can go deal with it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I they've think set they, themselves up well that way. Have, oh, now I see Robert's playing out there. Oh, good. Okay. okay, so he is still. I don't know where he was at. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe they go potty. <laughs> I don't know. So we got a skeleton drill here. We got a seven on seven, basically. Just no linemen. Yeah. That's a pretty full group of defenders out there. Absolutely. Claypool out of the slot. Yeah. Claypool Going down slot. low to get it. We've seen man. a lot of the Claypool out of the slot stuff. Yeah. It's that, that's like very listen, real. Almost like they listen to the show. Or we have a clue we we're talking calling about. calling for that right, last right. year. Exactly. You know? Right. Um, I don't know how many times you've been asked, but I had asked a ton, you know. Boy, they got three good receivers, but none of them are slots. How's that going to line up? I'm like, ah, Claypool's going to be a slot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's different than what people think it's, of slot it's, receivers. You, know, but. you think, well, the little guy's going to be in a slot. Well, that's not the way football is played today. Not as much. Yeah. I mean, there's still a place for them, but they're getting phased out more and more. The Welkers of the world, they're just because they're little. You know, yeah. yeah. You want the, you know, those guys going over the middle like yep. that. And the league's all about big plays. I mean, you talk to any coach, they'll talk about explosives. We got to create explosives. We got to eliminate explosives. Well, if you have a a big, long, striding, deep threat in the in the slot. That's another way to create explosives. Yeah, because get him most of the, the defensive backs he's going to work against in the slot are going to be five, ten, or, or shorter. Right. I mean, with all respect to Hilton and Millette and guys we really like, I don't want them guarding Claypool on a go route no. on the slot. <laughs> you no. know, right? And if he can block and if he's going to do the dirty work in there, he'll he'll his his career will take a spike. Absolutely. I think I think he can be. You, you know, get some I, cheap throws there too. You know. Yeah. I just think this offense could be pretty special mm -hmm. uh, in terms of uh, taking a big jump this year from what it was. I do think it'll be better than last yeah. year. I mean, I would put – took a shot there on the outside, didn't quite connect, yeah. but had the one-on-one. Keller Weatherspoon going, hey, he's pushing off. Yeah. can't push off like that. Pickens is a little physical through he the route. He is physical, yeah. Yep. He is not bashful. I wonder how you know if that's going to be an issue for him during the season. Yeah, hey, I hope he doesn't get a reputation and you know refs start calling that start stuff a lot for him, yeah. because he he's, he's a little borderline with it. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. We are live from St. Vincent College here in beautiful Latrobe, Pennsylvania. It is beautiful today. It's a great. Day. Oh, it's fantastic out here. Yeah, looks uh, like they've cleared the fans from the. From the uh, field, yeah, though, so this they're is coming the, to a conclusion. This is the penultimate uh, drill here again. We'll see how Mike Tomlin closes out Ooh, this nice practice. Ooh, nice throw. Yeah, really. Tendis drilled that, that one, one in there. That was nice. Yeah, stuck that one right in between about three defenders to, yeah. to uh, George Pickens. Pickens for a touchdown. That yeah. was a nice throw. We will uh, take a break. We'll be back with more right after this.